1: Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined by both of my co hosts, Alex and Peter, here to discuss this early morning or early afternoon matchup between Chelsea and West Ham United, a 3 2 victory for East London. And um, we are not happy. So we will get into it. A 2 1 scoreline at halftime heading towards Chelsea's way. And two goals in a row for West Ham to lead them towards victory. Chelsea still still sitting first at this moment with no other matches going on in the Premier League uh, in first place. Well, West Ham still do sit in fourth, but it's not so much about that. It's more about the London rivalry. And uh, when West Ham is able to beat Chelsea, it's a bigger deal than Chelsea being able to beat West Ham. So uh, we'll get into We'll get into it. Uh, but anyway, I, I mean, as you could tell from my lack of, um, lack of happiness, <laughs> I'll say the least, uh, to, to say the least, I'll transition to my co-host and see how they are feeling. Um, so Alex, Peter, how are you guys doing?
2: Oh, I, I want to say I'm doing good, but obviously, like Josh, I'm not that excited It was obviously a bad loss. And we had to wake up at 730 to see this bad loss, which just makes it even worse Because now I'm extremely tired and I had to sit through that and watch us just completely uh, just shoot ourselves in the foot. Not good, but at least I don't even know if there's any positives. Just bad.
3: I'd say Peter and I's facial expressions and clear tiredness on our faces describe everything that you need to know. Um, And, you know, Josh looks up and at it. I don't know how he does, but his his tone isn't. But his, his his. His look is, whereas Peter and I look like we just rolled out of bed. Um, And I mean, I'd say for this match, it's just it was a tough, tough loss. Um, Obviously, the goals for them, obviously, the Jorginho making a terrible pass again back to Mendy. Mendy couldn't, you know, could have just booted it right out like, you know, first time or second time. Uh, Instead, tried to like, I don't know what the hell he was doing, something. Uh, And then obviously that great goal from Jared Bowen. Uh, which, you know, we couldn't really do much about. And uh, then obviously the last goal by Masawoku. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say, to be honest. It was just a lucky shot. And Mendy just, you know, ended up being not there, <laughs> if that makes any sense.
1: I think it is, Um, it, you know, how football works is, uh, mysterious and and uh wonderful thing at, at some points depending on what side you're on and to see how Bowen uh basically led to the first goal um with his penetration of Edward Mendy leading to his team uh and his um and his teammate Lenzoni, uh right? No Lanzini scoring his first uh getting the first goal uh, of the match for West Ham. And then for him to get the second one, uh, you know, it's just how football works. So I don't know. That that just uh, set out to me as um, as something that happened earlier in this match in the 40th minute with the penalty and then the 56th minute with the goal by Bowen. A, a great job by him, though, just not fouling Mendy uh, on that play, kind of just sticking with it. Because he could have easily just went in there. Mendy could have gotten the free kick. But I also, because we're going to go through player ratings again later, we did it last match. Uh, Alex and I did so, and we kind of enjoyed it, having him guessing, and I kind of go through it. Um, and hearing the uh, the disgust from Alex about how low the rating is compared to he thinks it should have been higher, we'll see if it's similar to what we see today. But uh, I think this is going to be a low one for Mendy, just from thinking about it, because he could have easily just you know, kicked it out uh, by that point. I understand there's a player on him, but he did have a few seconds there where he was able to make it clear. He decided not to, uh, and it resulted in him giving up a penalty. So, uh, you know, big issue there. I think it could have been better in this match. Uh, you know, I think the goal, and as much of an odd one as it was, he could have made the save uh, if he was... I, I, I don't want to say if he was in a better position. It was just an all-around... Just bad way to end this match. I mean, I think Alex already touched on that, but I just like to kind of um, reassure that that was the case. Just a just a bad goal to give up, and a bad way for this match to end. And uh, you know, past that eighty seventh minute.
2: I mean, I'll kind of touch on the goals too. Kind, I kind of feel similar to you, Josh. I think the third goal. I think you definitely have to put some blame on Mendy for that because he he was expecting the cross. And it wasn't even a deflection. I know it looked like a deflection because it had like weird spin and the motion of the ball was just weird overall. But I mean, he just reacted so late. He looked in for a cross, was ready for a cross, but the ball was already like almost in the net when he started the dive. So he ended up just hitting it back into his own net. He couldn't get there in time, which we rarely see from him. Usually he's very good at those. Um, Obviously, as a whole, letting in three goals, he almost never does. But especially when some of his errors are the causes for those goals. The first one he had, I could say he had three chances. He had to, to just clear it row one on the first pass back. Yes. Jorginho also should get some blame because I don't know what he's doing there. That was just not good. But I mean, he could have cleared it out first time. He could have, he took a touch probably could have cleared it out then. And then he tried to shield the bow and off, which worked because then he took a touch and could have cleared it, but then he tried to take another touch and that's when it went bad. I mean, It was just not good from him. We know he's so good. We know he's the best goalie in the world. Like, it's just not good from him. And then the second goal, I mean, that was just a great finish. You can't really do anything about that. I mean, I think he probably could have gotten there, but I think he thought that Christensen, I mean, the shot went through his legs. I think he thought Christensen kind of had that angle covered, so maybe that was a bit of his fault for that. I don't know. Overall... I mean, it's probably his worst game we've seen from him in a Chelsea shirt. I mean, because he's just been great pretty much every other appearance. So, I mean, we know how good he is. He'll bounce back. It'll be fine.
3: Yeah, he'll bounce back. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's just so upsetting. It's, it's like not you... something
1: you, you. It's not something you expect uh, from a goalkeeper of his caliber, especially the way he's played for the past two seasons for Chelsea. Ever since he's uh, come to this club, it's not something you, you think when you roll out of bed this morning for us, you know, so early that, oh yeah, many's going to give up three goals today. What really? No, you're lying. So it's just like, you, you, you don't expect it whatsoever.
3: And I, and I thought in general, uh, Alonzo had another poor game. It's just, it's so weird with him. It, it's kind of like we're so biased to that right-hand side with Reese James that, it, you know, Alonzo's one on one a lot of times with Sufal or whoever it is, whatever game we're playing. It's just that Alonzo can't beat his man. He's basically just there. He's, he's like Jorginho on the left wing. And it's really just like there's no point of him being there at all. He doesn't offer anything defensively. And going forward, he doesn't really offer anything either. So I don't understand at, at this point why you wouldn't start Callum Hudson-Odoi at left wing back. Like, why not? You know, we have all these talented attackers and Callum Hudson-Odoi, if we're being completely honest with ourselves, is he any worse defensively than Marcus Alonso? Probably not. Not much.
2: I've I got to say twice he got completely bodied off the ball and gave them good chances. It easily could have been three, two before the winner because Antonio... He tried to go back, but then Antonio just bodied him off the ball, put a good cross in Bowen, almost finished it, just missed it. And that happened again, I think. It might have happened beforehand, and that was the second time. But, I mean, he looked – he barely touched the ball, but, I mean, like you said, we played to the right-hand side. But he also just looked bad defensively. He got into the right positions. He used his speed, but he just isn't physical enough to go up against someone like Antonio who's physically strong like that.
3: I get it. But then you say he's not able to battle physically, but then Marcus Alonso is not able to battle for pace. So I, I it's kind of a, a like a give and take there. And I'd probably rather have the pace and then the attacking upside on the other side that that's just kind of the way I see it. So we'll see what Tuchel does, but it was just, I wouldn't even necessarily say we played bad today. It was just, we made three or you know, two key errors and that really cost us the game. You know, I'm, I'm, as much as I'm, you know, furious and upset, there's kind of nothing you can do. It was a lot of, there, there was a lot of fault on just a couple players. It wasn't really generally a, a team mess up and you team, look team mess up. That doesn't make any sense, but continue team error, team error. Yeah, there we go. It wasn't necessarily a necessarily bad team performance. There we go.
1: So, I mean, you look ahead to what comes next uh, for the other clubs in the premier league and You know, when listening to the end of the MEC broadcast today, uh, Rebecca Lowe just said that Chelsea, uh, their first place in doubt um, or along those words. Because you look, you have Liverpool Wolves playing as we record. You have Watford Man City playing later for lunchtime uh, where we are. And then you have Manchester United tomorrow uh, playing against Crystal Palace. So, well, are they... One, two, three, it's Chelsea, uh, Liverpool, and Man City. Is it in that order? I I think so. Um, So, yeah, Man United, not really that big of a deal. But you look to to the other two that are right behind us in Liverpool playing a lesser side in Wolves uh, and a Man Man City side playing a lesser uh, opponent in Watford. So, you look and you see that they are only two, three points behind us. It's... It's it's a little nerve wracking. One actually, um, so it's 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 a little nerve wracking, to say the least. And I think that um, Chelsea could be in third uh, by the end of this weekend, and that's that's a scary sight to to think about. It's a scary sight to see when you look at the table, um, and you hope you hope that uh, it gets it 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 ends out being okay. You hope there's some upsets, but I don't think so. We'll have to see though. Going over the match stats. 63% to 36% when it comes to possession, Chelsea leading that. Shots on target 7 to 5, 11 to 19, uh, or 19 to 11 uh, in shots in total, uh, both dominated by Chelsea. Passes, uh, Chelsea won by almost over 200, uh, 570 to 328. You know, it always looks like um, Chelsea is dominating in possession. Uh, and they were, but I think, again, just with the pure chances that West Ham were able to create, uh, you know, on, on, I wouldn't, in their own half. I wouldn't say it was in their own half, but they were in their own half most of the match or the second half. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm at a loss for words. It's, it's like stuff is just coming on top uh, as, as I speak here. Anyway, tackles 12 to 16, or, 12 to 6, uh West Ham dominated that. And then corners nine to one. Um, Chelsea led their yellow cards, um, three to one Chelsea uh, you know, led that. So there, there were there was some fuming late in this game. Uh obviously the Christensen really kind of was the last yellow card handed out. And besides that, um it that that was really it um there that I can think of for yellow cards, but are we ready to go to the player ratings? you guys have anything else before we go to that um, on this match?
3: Not, not really. No, I, I, I was just shaking my head and I was like, no, no, but he's just going to sit there. And no one's going to figure out what's going on. So no, no, no nothing I
1: else. was just, I was <laughs> taking a drink. I need a little break. I th- you know, I thought you guys were going to help me out there. It's okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, so basically um, what we did last time, Peter, and I mean, I already kind of explained it, but I just will again, just real quick. So basically we, we're, we're going to maybe incorporate this a little more into our podcast uh, and do some player ratings, have you guys guess, uh, what the rating is going to be. Uh, and then we're, we're using the fan nation, absolute Chelsea site. And if you guys disagree with the rating, we will kind of take a look at some other, um, some other medias, um, you know, some other articles or, or newspapers. We looked at the evening standard or the sun, um, and, and just saw if they had any different to, compared to what you guys thought. So like, for example, let's just say it was like Mason Mount, you thought was a seven, absolute Chelsea gave him a five you know maybe we'll look at another site and see what they think but um anyway let's start off with the goalkeeper Edouard Mendy uh Peter your score for him out of 10 would be a uh
2: two or three I'll go three but I mean he really didn't make any saves and he basically let the two goals against so maybe know uh, two but I don't know how generous they are big
1: they they two. they weren't two. so generous last time. Um, okay, well then we, two. Okay, Alex. Uh, four. So right in the middle there, we meet with Edward Mendy getting a three out of ten. Um, we move on to our back line, Andreas Christensen. Alex, you start here. Five. Peter.
2: Okay, six. I thought he was pretty solid. He was one of our best center backs. against the ball well.
1: Yeah, you got it was a five uh, for Andreas Christensen uh, from Absolute Chelsea there. Tiago Silva, um, you know, the only thing that I can think of was there was a few times in the beginning of the first half, a little bit earlier, I think around the 20th minute or so, I don't remember exactly, that he kind of gave the ball up mistakenly, but then came back, scored an absolute wonder of a header, came back again down the other side of the pitch, and stopped the ball that went past Edouard Mendy. Um, so just pointing out a few things that happened that come, that came to my mind when I saw this name. Uh, but Peter Tiago Silva, you gave him, or you project that they will give him a.
2: If Christiansen was a five, he has to be a six. Alex. I'm going to go seven.
1: Tiago Silva was actually giving an eight. Mm, Nice. Very highly awarded. Um, you know, in this part of our back line. Antonio Rudiger, Alex. Six. Peter. Five. It was a five for Antonio Rudiger. Moving on to our right wing back, Reese James. They mentioned it again in this broadcast when I was watching uh the debate of the right wing back. Who uh, you know, who who's gonna play uh for England, who's it gonna be? Uh, what was Reese James given, Peter? What was his rating? Or was it Alex goes first? Alex, no? I'm I'm forgetting. what I I don't know. I'm
3: gonna go seven, but seven. There you go.
1: Peter.
2: I'll also go seven.
1: It was a six. Uh, what a Therese James uh coming off of his performance. Jorginho, we'll run through this quicker. Let's go. Jorginho, Loftus-Cheek. Uh Alex, you go first with, did you go Jorginho, then
3: Loftus-Cheek,
2: your
1: predictions?
3: Jorginho, a three. Loftus-Cheek, a five.
2: Hmm. Okay. Uh Peter. A Jorginho, a four. Loftus-Cheek, a six.
1: Georgina was awarded a five and lost his cheek. Was rated a seven. Was Not awarded, bad. rated. I would say awarded, honestly. Uh, awarded. But, you know, really good for him, I guess. Uh, yeah. Marcus Alonso, Hakeem Ziyech.
2: Peter? Alonso, two. Ziyech, seven.
1: That's a personal thing.
3: <laughs> Alonso, Alonso, a five. Ziek, a six.
1: More realistic, yeah. Uh, Marcus Alonso got a 6 out of 10, while Hakeem Ziyech got awarded an 8 out of 10. Uh, And we move on to our attacking midfielder, basically, uh, or our center forward here. Mason Mount, Kai Havertz. Peter?
2: I think it depends so much the value Kai Havertz only playing in the first half, but I think they both get 8s.
3: I was going to go Mount 9.
1: Havertz, eight. Very close, Alex. Mount got a nine. Mason Mount did get a nine here. Kai Havertz awarded a seven. That's fair. Um, only playing in the first half. They did not give a rating to Christian Pulisic coming off the bench, but they did for Romelu Lukaku and Callum Hudson-Odoi. That rating was the same for both of them. So what was it? Five. Four. Correct. Four. Four for both Romelu Lukaku and Kalmaunson Adoy coming off the bench. So uh, anyway, if you enjoyed that segment, let us know on Twitter or in, in a you know uh, comment here on YouTube uh, if you're watching, or you can also leave it like your five stars and then just let us know what you think of it. Maybe we'll do it more often. We're kind of seeing, you know. Also, we kind of mentioned I don't know if it was Peter or Alex. We're like, oh yeah, remember we did the Player of the batches last season. You know, I want to bring that back, although there was no player of the match here. And if you were going to award it to one person, it would probably be Mason Mount. Uh, although I don't think if we do bring it back, we shouldn't give player of the games to lo- in losses because there's no reason for it. Uh, so that's just my thoughts there.
3: Chelsea plays
1: that. You guys have any anything else?
3: Nothing really else to say besides it was just a very upsetting day <laughs> or morning. The day hasn't even really begun yet, but
1: so that is, that is very true.
3: God. Well,
1: anyway, uh, <laughs> the uh, Chelsea woman, uh, I'll go to that now. My little Chelsea update here. No need for music because it's just like kind of a quick thing. Uh, they're going to be playing in the FA Women's Cup tomorrow at 9 a.m. against Arsenal. Uh, that is going to be the final, I believe, for that game. Uh, so look forward to that tomorrow, 9 a.m. for us. So then 1 p.m. UK time. And then we move on to, right? No, 2 p.m. UK time. Yeah, 2 p.m. U.K. time. Then we move on to the uh, UEFA Women's Champions League group stage, match Day 5 out of 6 against uh, Juventus. Um, They're going to be playing them Wednesday, December 8th at 3 p.m. So then that is, let me make sure I'm doing that right too, uh, 8 p.m. for everyone watching in the U.K. So that's your little update on the Chelsea's women's side. They're second in the uh, Women's Super League right now, so doing very well. And I believe only a point, yeah, only a point behind Arsenal women. So uh, good for them. For Chelsea men's, we will have your next episode probably as a recap against Zenit because at that point we will know if Chelsea placed right after that match, because they all play at the same time. I want to say uh, we will know, right. Cause they don't want to spoil it for any team. We'll know after that match who is top of the table. Uh, we already know that Chelsea obviously is going to move on, but top of the table is a little more sweet. Um, so we'll know then. So look forward to a recap uh, on Thursday. Anyway, for now, please subscribe, drop a like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. YouTube, if you're watching on there, we really appreciate it. Uh, thumbs up. And then five stars is basically your way of thumbsing up uh, the episode, if that's that's not even a word, um, on Apple Podcasts. And then so uh, follow us on Twitter and TikTok at TalkingBluesPod, shipstudios.com slash blues Pod, at studios.com slash talking blues that's all of our links on there so we appreciate listening to this sad episode of the talking blues podcast west ham three chelsea two we'll be back hopefully for a win against zenit uh and a win of the group um in the way for champions league but for now for for alex for peter i'm josh and we will see you next time
2: welcome to the all 80s movies podcast i'm bill